What's up, everybody? Scott McGregor here. My name is Scott McGregor, and of course, you already knew that. Then you may also know, as we've been teasing it a lot, you may also know that this is the opening first show of 2024. It's Weekly in Sports. It's our ninth episode of the program. And boy, oh boy, do we have a good one for you. Let's get the music running, and then we'll talk all about it, including getting into our leadoff. Weekly in Sports starts right now. Welcome to What's Happening in the Sports World Today, hosted by your host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, Scott McGregor. Today, Scott has some exciting news for all of you listening today. I wonder what it could be, so let's find out and join Scott in the studio now. Welcome everybody to Weekly in Sports. My name is Scott McGregor. Happy New Year to all of you. It is, of course, now 25 days after we have taken into the new year. We did not have an end of the month program in December. But this is the return officially of Weekly in Sport. Our return of <clears throat> our return of Sports for Beginners will be coming up next month. But this is the official return of Weekly in Sports. As we begin our end of the month January program with so much to get to, we're going to talk a little PWHL to kick things off. And in particular, in particular, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to talk about the PWHL so far. What we have seen in our second segment, we are going to talk Pittsburgh Penguins and discuss where the Penguins are going to go from here. 
Like, like, where, where do the penguins go from here? Where, where do they stand? With two games left before the All Star break. We are also going to have a little Blue Jays discussion with a friend of the program for Sports for Beginners and host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches and Dolphins postgame, Thomas McGregor. So with that being said, we will also hear a little bit from Thomas. Perhaps he's got perhaps he's got some interesting news football wise to talk to us about. But this will be his debut. <clears throat> And so, without further ado, I'm going to play for you to kick off our PWHL content. The little message we pre-recorded ahead of the... season that has just gotten started. It's their inaugural season and so much has happened. So much has happened. So to get us started, let's uh, So to get us started, let's get it going with our little message we pre-recorded that the PWHL posted a little over a couple of days ago. And before we said, see you later to 2023. Dear hockey, dear hockey, dear hockey. Today, I would like to share my love, my gratitude, and my appreciation. You have always been there for me and those who have come before me. Side by side, we have had so many emotional moments. Now, memories that are ingrained into my forever. You have helped me grow, learn, persevere. You have believed in me, supported me, and elevated me. My 24-7, my 365, and now my future. And now my future. And now my future. I'm excited about what comes next. I know they will be unbelievable, unimaginable, and the unexplainable. But I promise to be strong, powerful, and be an ambassador of all your good. You have only ever given. And now it is my turn to give back. I am here to amplify. I'm here to unify. I am here to exemplify dreams for every little girl across the globe. Hockey is for everyone. All my love, forever, always. You got to give credit where credit is due. You got to give credit where credit is due. I mean, what a beautiful message to to get this league started. 
now <clears throat> now let me be clear <clears throat> i was only really interested in checking out this league when it became this league when it became what it is now today but i got to tell you i got to tell you regardless on what you think of the jerseys regardless of what you think <clears throat> of everything else these jerseys were good and the games have been even greater oh sure we haven't had too many you know shootouts maybe overtimes but we've had a couple of regulation wins. I also want to make want to make it clear I don't necessarily have a favorite team. I want to make it very clear I don't have a favorite team. But we've been covering a lot of PWHL hockey. Including the games that have gone final so far. For example, we have done on this podcast, we have done recaps of Toronto and New York on New Year's Day when New York made history with the first goal in PWHL history, scored by forward Ella Shelton. I should say maybe defenseman Ella Shelton, regardless. They would end up winning that game 4-0 to zero over Toronto in Toronto's home opener. What would Montreal do in the next game, which would be on the 2nd of January? Well, win. They would take down Ottawa 3-2 to in overtime. On January 3rd, Minnesota and Boston played out, played out in Boston's home opener. And Minnesota would come out on top by a final score of 3-2. to January 6th. Montreal would fall to Minnesota 3 to 0 another shout out game second shout out game in PWHL history and then during the double header on Wednesday January the 10th Toronto would fall 3 to 1 to Minnesota and Montreal would defeat New York 5 to 2 
Ottawa would beat Toronto on Saturday, part of another doubleheader. Five to one. Boston, meanwhile, would fall in the second half of that doubleheader. Oh, excuse me. They would beat. Montreal three to two. Three to two has been a trend. I'm sorry to say. Three to two has been kind of a trend no matter which team wins, whether they're home or away. Because on Sunday, January 14th. After Boston's 3-2 win over Montreal at the Verdun Auditorium. New York gets a W in overtime on Sunday at 3-2 at the XL Energy Center. At Place Bell Arena, they fall 3-2 to Montreal. On Tuesday, January 16th. On January the 17th, another double dose. Means we've got Minnesota taking on Ottawa and Boston taking on Toronto. And both Minnesota and Boston take home the W. 3-2 the final. In overtime in Minnesota's game. And in regulation. In Boston's game. Another double du- another another double header on Saturday, January twentieth, just five days ago. Toronto beats Montreal four to three. Four to yeah, four to three in a shootout. First ever shootout. In PWHL history. And New York. On top of Boston. 4-1. to one. <clears throat> To. Open the day. Just this past Tuesday. Toronto. Fell 3-1 to one to Ottawa. In their second meeting of of the Battle of Ontario, you can catch that recap on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And then, just two days ago, actually, no, just yesterday, we had another doubleheader. It featured Boston and Ottawa and Minnesota and Montreal. Boston and Montreal coming out with the W. Both in regulation time. As Ottawa can't escape Boston, I should say, can't take Boston out of their home territory. 
as Boston beats them 3-2 to two in the nation's capital of Canada. Montreal, meanwhile, takes down Minnesota 2-1 to one at the XL Energy Center. We'll get to the games coming up to wrap up the month of January in a, in a mere moment. But I got to say, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from every team so far this year. I'm, I really am. I really am. I mean, they don't quit. They fight to the very end. And honestly, it just it just fills my heart with greatness. It feel it fills my heart with greatness that we're just watching so many young so many young women and so many women who have been in the game for a while just take to the ice finally for professional reasons and it fills my heart with great joy to be bringing you some content on this front the big the big thing i wasn't expecting to become a trend right out of the gate was if you look at it, if you look at the schedule by going to the pwhl.com slash e n slash so I guess that means English slash stats slash schedule. I didn't expect it to become a trend right off the bat where the road team will be winning a couple of games. Before the home team would finally win a game, and that was a stay. That was a trend that ended on January sixth. But it feels like the real trend right now, in the right direction right now. For the moment, it was Minnesota, but now Montreal's in number one. Montreal is the number one out of the original six teams in Montreal, Minnesota, Boston, Ottawa, and New York, and of course, Toronto. And with seven games played, for Toronto and Montreal, both teams have 17 games remaining. Minnesota, one game behind Montreal and Toronto, as well as New York. Toronto and Montreal are 
one game ahead of Montreal, sorry, uh, Minnesota and New York. They've played seven games, and they now have 17 games remaining on the schedule for the 24-game season. Which, if you count it, in general, we have 24 games for this year. But guess what? There's six teams. 24 plus six. Well, plus the six teams, obviously. That's 30. But in retrospect, there's 74 games in total. So it's a 24-game season. We get that. But when you look at the entire league, there's 74 games. Okay. All that on all that on another edition of Weekly in Sports or an edition of Sports for Beginners. But anyways, the point is out of 24 games, Toronto and Montreal have played 7 games and now they each have 17 games remaining minnesota meanwhile along with new york they have 18 games remaining and ottawa and boston because their game originally scheduled for january 8th As you all may know, unfortunately, it got canceled. Well, I wouldn't say canceled. It got postponed. Ottawa and Boston would meet however but they wouldn't meet where they were supposed to meet back on January the 8th they wouldn't meet where they were supposed to meet when they were supposed to meet a couple of days ago, back on January the 8th. Now, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, even though this game got moved, I'm glad they only moved it to next month so that we could at least see we could at least see 
these two teams go at it where they were supposed to go at it in a couple in a few moments. All right, so it looks like Thomas is going to join us. So you know what? We are going to take a break. When we come back, we will chat Blue Jays with Thomas. Perhaps. He has some good news to chat with us about. And of course, I want to let you guys in on the fact that he might have some tea to spill about. To spill about what could be happening in the future for Dolphins postgame. After our conversation with Thomas, we will talk about our shout-outs of the week before we, we wrap that up. But this is a first part of our opening segment. Our second part, will include the shout-outs of the week. And of course, it will also include, yes, it will also include Talking Blue Jays with Thomas. So that said, let's take a break and hear a word from Sienna T Radio. If you're watching this on YouTube, you just can you you can just stay where you are, like the video, subscribe to the podcast YouTube channel, uh, leave us a comment. If you're in audio, we say hello to you guys, and we also want to let you guys know that you can feel free to rate and review us. Give us some feedback. It'll really it'll really help us out. And a big, big reminder to all of you who are listening and coming over from the CNT Radio Song Bank or CNT Radio area. Well, we've got so much to get to. I wish. I actually, you know what, I wish, and I will make this permanent for, I'll make this permanent for uh, the next couple of meetings that we do, or the next couple of shows that we do, rather, uh, where we will check in to CNT Radio and see what's coming up. One thing I can tell you, is this Saturday, unless it doesn't end up happening, this Saturday we've got the melting pot from 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And then from 2.30 to 3.30, we've got the Classical Cafe, both programs hosted by 
Nick Blazewitz and Samantha Ash. And if you're in the UK around those timelines, when it's in the UK, you know what to do. It'll most likely be around the nighttime at that point in at that point in the show. So when the show is over, get to bed. It's a rolling joke on Sienna's podcast, Spicy Techie. Speaking of which, let's also hear, as part of our word from Sienna T Radio, a word from Spicy Techie. And we'll be right back with more Weekly in Sports right after this. Stay tuned. Blue Jays talk with Thomas and myself, plus your shoutouts of the week and much more still to come. We'll even get into the remainder games of the PWHL. That all being said, we'll be right back. song at a time. Looking for conversations on books and more, as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications? You've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> 
Search for Spicy Techie. All right, everybody, welcome back to Weekly in Sports, episode nine of Weekly in Sports and the return of Weekly in Sports as we begin our 2024 run of the program. This is our end of the month January show. Joining me right now to talk a little Blue Jays. He is the host of the Sports for Beginners Miami Dolphins program. Dolphins post game. And he is also one of our co hosts on the program. When we decide to have co-host but when we don't have co-host I have had the pleasure of being on his podcast as well and it is also our it is also our neighboring podcast ladies and gentlemen give it up as we welcome to the studio for weekly in sports we welcome to the studio the host of on the ice and behind the benches Thomas McGregor. Thomas, Happy New Year. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone listening to us on Sports for Beginners' podcast feed and the working environment. Of course, our show that we're doing right now is known as Weekly and Sports. Which you could find on YouTube at a later date. I am doing well. So, got you want to talk Blue Jays, right? That's correct. Well, That's for correct. you. Well, before you bring in your notion of the Blue Jays talk you want to talk to, this would be a great time to let everyone know that the Blue Jays content is coming to On the Ice and Behind the Benches as a pregame show. And no, before any questions get put out there, it is not going to be like Blue Jays Central on Sportsnet. when the Blue Jays season gets going, but rather it will be a pregame show that will just be called Blue Jays Pregame, which will later air either during the Blue Jays 162-game season on the Sports Beginners podcast later, but will air from the time we start to the time we finish on on the ice and behind the benches as we get ready for the 162 games regular season to begin first up 
we take a trip over to Tampa Bay for the Tampa Bay Rays and Toronto Blue Jays home opener at Tropicana Field. What will we be discussing? More of those details in the later stages. So, so I wanted to start talking about, you know, and I know it's a lot of old news right now, but uh, first of all, before we get into our, our thoughts on how the offseason has gone, the big trending topic was Shohei Otani for the longest time. So I want to know, Thomas, what were your thoughts going into the whole thing with Shohei Otani, especially when we found out uh, by MLB insider John Paul Morosi, and of course John did send out a tweet, which was an apologetic tweet, because some of the stuff that he had uh, put out was ruled fake. So I won't get into that, but what were your uh, impressions of it? the whole situation, whether or not Toronto was going to get Otani or not. Now, just to be clear, the Blue Jays did not get Otani, but if he did end up in Toronto, we would have been reporting on Shohei Otani going from an angel to a Blue Jay. He is a Dodger right now. And he's not alone. There have been a lot of signings that have ended up with new guys joining the Dodgers as well. But yes, Shohei Otani is no longer a Los Angeles angel. What are your thoughts on the whole situation? Indeed not. Indeed not. Indeed indeed not. And uh, first and foremost, to get Shohei out of the uh, topic conversation... Look, we all know this this was a guy that was going to be the talk of the offseason. But we also have to keep in mind that guys like Cody Bellinger and um, Mike Trout, um, Aaron Judge, all those guys that I can make up, we all we, we we have to all understand that these guys were on contracts and although they had great seasons, some good than others, others a little a work in progress. We have to understand that these guys aren't gonna sign with the Jays or the Yankees or the Rays or the Orioles or the Cardinals, etc. What have you? Unless you give them the money that they're thinking of. Now, we talk about Shoei and Shoei Otani. I mean, he's he's a guy that you would love to have as a Blue Jay. You would love to have him as a Blue Jay. But because you're so good, you're so good. It gets to a point where 
you want to know where the money is where is the money lying and th- and he was a free agent so you wanted to sign him right of course you're going to sign of course you're going to give him a contract but how much are you willing to pay him the dodgers paid Joey Otani, a great deal of money, at least in my opinion, to come play in LA. But the question a lot of people were thinking of was, well, I'm sure a lot of people, that is just my opinion. I'm sure a lot of people were thinking at the at the time, how much are the Dodgers going to pay now that we don't have to be quiet about it? Well, Quiet seemed to be the name of the game with Shohei Otani. It didn't. It didn't matter what the money was; just mattered how much noise you couldn't make, so your team would sign him. And when we when we got word that when we I just I just want to put it out there because I know that Blair and Barker talked about it. Jeff Blair and Kevin, I know they talked about it on their podcast. When this was coming to be a point where they needed to get on the air for Sportsnet 590 The Fan to do their Blair and Barker show at that point, when it was starting to get out of hand, we we remember hearing that the Blue Jays were one of the two, one of the two teams that were in the deal. Because as the reports started coming in, it started being like only two teams wanted him. The Blue Jays and the Dodgers. The Dodgers were certainly in the running. And they kept it as quiet as they possibly could. Now, I don't have a problem with that. Some people may have a problem with that, but I don't have a problem with that. Now that it's all done, I don't have a problem with that. I think I think it really what it really came down to was where does he feel safe? Where is he not gonna get attacked all the time with all the attention and you'll hey sign this, hey sign that, hey do this, hey do that, etc. I feel like I feel like he wanted to get the he didn't want to go to LA again. Let's let's get that clear. He didn't want to go back to Los Angeles, the Angels. But now that he's still in LA, he's now going to the other point of the Los Angeles baseball team and that is the LA Dodgers. Yes. 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 Um, so yes, just to let everyone know, based off of all the information that we got, uh the information that John Paul Morosi put out about Shohei on a plane to Toronto. Uh that was indeed false, but the plane ride was accurate. The plane ride was accurate information. The only thing that was not accurate is that Shohei Otani was not, repeat, not 
on that plane as a passenger. It was an American actress or actor rather, an American an American actor star on the American show called Shark Tank, which I which I believe is a really good show, by the way. It is a really good show. Um, but yes, the man that was on that flight to Toronto was not Shohei Otani. It was a star from Shark Tank on TV. So yeah, we yeah we can confirm that it was somebody who was on Shark Tank, and it wasn't Shohei Otani. Yes. So just to let everyone know, in case you guys have forgotten. The plane ride is accurate information. However, Shohei Otani was not, repeat, not on that plane. So, moving over from Shohei Otani, Thomas, how do you think Ross has gone about the offseason for the, for the Blue Jays? this year and do you think there are still some moves that he can make before we get to spring training and before you answer no 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 no. to be honest i don't think there was actually some moves that he can make i feel like you know it's put your best foot forward and uh i was listening to blair and barker like like i've mentioned shout out to them check them out on sports of the five night of the fan when they get episodes out to you whether it's on the podcast feeds or on the radio station sports of the five night of the fan uh like i said earlier i i was hearing from them uh boba ship was on there and the word is you know okay don't worry about the off season now just you know you have a team that can win now it's time for no excuses it's time to just go out and play we know that we need to be better and we believe we are better but we need to prove that we are the better team and are in need of a championship and keep in mind blue jays and old and new the Blue Jays haven't won a World Series since 92 and 93. So that is a pretty long wait. We had a chance when Jose Batista and Edwin Encarnacion and, of course, Melky Cabrera, all those other guys. We're a part of the 2015, the 2015-2016 seasons for the Blue Jays when we made it to the playoffs for the first time in what felt like a decade, where both Batista and Edwin cemented their legacies with a bat flip and something else. I don't recall what that swing was. 
but we all remember those memorable moments. Now, yes, we do. You have guys like you have guys like Kevin Kiermaier in this season. You have guys like George Springer. You have guys like Bo Bichette. You have guys like Vladdy. You have guys like Alec Manoa. You have guys like Jordan Romano, Danny Jansen. All these guys are hoping, like John Schneider, Ross Atkins, and whoever else is a part of the Blue Jays organization with the Blue Jays fan base, that this could be the year. It's been a long time coming, but the but you know there's 162 games, and I I I I mean I I mean I get what Bo is saying to Joe and or to Jeff and uh, Kevin when he was on. I get what he's saying, but with all due respect, Bo, if it really is that time to say no more excuses, just go and do it then I'm hoping to see a lot of things coming this season out of you guys. I'm hoping to see a red-hot Blue Jays team from the first half to the second half. Yes, it is another 162-game season. Yes, it is another 162-game season uh, that we're getting ready for. Uh, just so you, everyone's aware here before we continue talking, uh, Sports for Beginners, and weekly in sports when we are able to do it we will be keeping you up to date with all of the blue jay news that comes out all the one all the news that we're able to break out to you heck you could possibly be seeing the host of broadcast map ali musa in the studio for a chat with the blue jays um ali was also on our first episode as our first guest. So it was great to have him in there. Great to have a little bit of a talk there. I want to finish off here our Blue Jay chat with what are three? I mean, I know there's, I know there's, uh, I've seen that there is a, I've seen on the MLB app uh, that there is an article for three things to watch for in spring training. MLB app, by the way, not ML, not MOB. If you will, uh, I mean MLB. Uh, three young Blue Jays to watch in spring training is what it is. So first of all, Thomas, what are things that you're looking forward to watching in spring training that you think can elevate us to a good start in this year's see in this season for the blue jays and we'll wrap well, up it's there. been said well it's been said many many times when a lot of people who love the blue jays love the yankees love the orioles the rays the cardinals etc or in any sport in particular, it's been said that 
spring training really doesn't matter. But if you're a team that, like I said with Bo Bichette on Jeff Valera and Kevin Barker's podcast, check it out if you haven't already. Um, with Bo Bichette in it. Uh, if you haven't already heard what he was saying, if it really is time for no excuses, I think the preseason, the preseason, or as we call it, spring training, is the time to actually start pushing. And what I think of spring training for the Blue Jays is going to be let's win the games we know we can win and lose the games we know we don't have a chance at winning. But if it's really no excuses time this year, like last season, Vladdy said, now you see the real Blue Jays team. After the season before that, he said, you saw the trailer, now you see the movie. Okay, so those didn't work out apparently. With Bo, the, the, the description is it's no excuses. No no more no more funny stuff. No more funny stuff. Forget 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 about the movie. Let the movie write itself. And if it is a movie that we're going to be watching for the Blue Jays generation after generation later on, then this might be the time to start pulling on everything that you've got. Whether you've got to fight through injury or you've got to be as healthy as possible. Um, water. Like I like what I have here on screen. I'm not sure if anyone can see it, but uh, water, be hydrated, because when the sun comes out and it's time to play ball, you need to be hydrated at all costs. Yeah, all and right. um, last thing I'll say here is, last thing I'll say here is. I'm not hoping for a big spring training. I'm hoping for something that will boost our confidence going into the Blue Jays home opener with the Tampa Bay Rays and the home opener when the Blue Jays host the Mariners right here at the Rogers Center. Yeah, a reminder that the yeah, a reminder that the home opener series with the Tampa Bay Rays begins on March 28th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. 4.10 p.m. Eastern Time is the first pitch. And first pitch for the home opener of a three-game set with the Seattle Mariners is 7.07. PM Eastern Time. So basically, just so everyone knows, first pitch 
for the home opening game for Tampa Bay and season opening game for the Blue Jays is 4.10 p.m. Eastern Time. And of course, their home opener game against Seattle first pitch is at 7.07 p.m. Eastern Time. So, to wrap it up, Thomas, I understood you had some news to share. You shared some news earlier about the Blue Jays and what's going to be happening with that on Sports for Beginners and on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. But I want to know. And you can let the listeners know before we let you go. I want to know what's coming up in content that you might be providing on Sports for Beginners and what's coming up on on the ice and behind the benches. Okay, so I'll start with Sports for Beginners right now before I get to my actual podcast, which is now starting its second season. We haven't really gotten to our first episode just yet, but we're planning a way for that. So stick around. Um, the content that I'll be providing on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast audio station, you'll get PWHL recap which is currently going to be sending you later tonight or if you're getting up right now in the times that are getting up right now. It is the PWHL Battle of Ontario round two. We just finished recording that yesterday and now are preparing to drop it today. So hope you guys enjoy it. And women. I hope the women and the guys both enjoy it. Because it's for all the listeners, women and men alike. Uh, Our working environment is going to start coming back with its first season actual full throttle if you guys remember during the trade deadline episode on season one which was a special with sports for beginners i teased a working environment episode right after the trade deadline special with something to do on a certain book titled My Father's Secret. I don't know if you guys can see, but it was a father's secret that I brought up. Hold on. Let me see if I can give you the better portion of it. 
probably can't see. But it is, but it is here. The father's secret thing is here. And it is worth the checkout. Here it is. I'm not sure you guys can see, but it, it is here. It's the father's secret. Look for it wherever you get it on your library. Yeah, yeah. I think, oh, there we go. I think we could see it a little bit there. Uh, we had it there when you didn't have your background on for a second there. But yes, go check out the episode where Thomas connected with an old friend of ours uh, to talk about his book. On the very first episode of a working environment podcast, a tease version of that, where he got together with a very special friend of ours in Sean Patrick Dolan, or as we knew him as Mr. Dolan. Shout out to you, maybe, Mr. Dolan. Maybe maybe another episode. I'll try and get it. I'll try and get it to you. I'll try and get that book back to you. But yeah, it's uh it's a fun book. I haven't finished it yet, but it is a fun book to go read and check it out. And yes, yeah. yes, it is. All right, all right. So as we as we wrap up here, where can people find you and where can they find the podcast? And if they've got any questions, what where can they reach you at? Okay, well, so I'll start with where, can, where they can reach me. So first off, don't try to reach me at um, my personal email. Uh, we're still working on the podcast email. It's a little long, but you can always find me on Facebook at our Facebook page titled Thomas Sports Hockey 2023 at facebook.com. Once again, that is Thomas Sports Hockey 2023. I do want to mention, though, you will get a... You will get a um, notification if I do change it and update it. That it will probably be the same address, just different name, just different year. But yeah, it's Thomas Fortaki twenty twenty three, which is our Facebook page. If you've got questions, please be able to use the line on Sports for Beginners the podcast. Is email Sports Beginners Pod eighty two thirty one at gmail dot com. Use the subject line, ask behind benches. And they will let us know what your question is. And as always, in every episode, like Sports for Beginners, there is a link in our description of every episode that 
tells you how to get 2S on on the ASMR benches to send us a voice message. We're available on Apple right now and, of course, Spotify. You can even, once the episode comes through Spotify, before you even get to Spotify, if you don't want to do it that way, go through the actual Spotify for Podcasters app on your browser by going to spotifyforpodcasters.com. If you're going to send us a voice message, send us a voice message to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash Thomas dash McGregor zero slash message. And, and that will also be updated as well. Once again, go to that link, send us a voice message. and. Feel free to somehow write us a review. It shouldn't take you longer than two minutes. And rate us five stars. Now, on the sports beginners side, I want to get that out of the way quick. Before we get you back to your host, Scott McGregor. I will be doing a championship show for the championship weekend in the NFL under fair use. You will be hearing from the head coaches of the eliminated teams and the teams that still remain as we get ready for Super Bowl 58. They'll be followed by another show later when both games have concluded called Championship Postgame, where I will wrap up both games give you my thoughts on the game, give you the game balls, and prepare for the final showdown between the two NFL remaining teams left. All right, sounds good, sounds good. So, with that being said, great to hear from Thomas. He will be with you for our next Penguins post-game show. That will be Penguins and the Panthers on Friday. Speaking of Penguins hockey, we're going to talk about that when we return to Weekly in Sports. And we are going to kick off that segment with our shout-outs of the week. And, of course, We'll put a bow on this show talking a little NFL, my thoughts on the Bill season, some awards I'll give out. Perhaps we will play Sean McDermott after the season ended. And of course, we'll wrap it all up with a podcast update on content, and so much more. While we take a break, I want to remind you, and I'll remind you when we get to our final segment as well, that you can find me on Instagram at smc underscore 87. You can also follow me on Facebook at 
the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. And you can also email me at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. You can also send me a voice message by going to the link provided in the description of every episode in the audio descriptions. All season, all show long, whenever you see any. Whenever you see it on any episode, it's in any episode link. And that's how you can send me a voice message. Feel free to visit our website, sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com. Or check out the podcast page for all schedule updates, which is sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com slash sports dash for dash beginners dash podcast i should say backslash after that and with that being said we'll take a quick commercial break our middle segment where we talk some penguins hockey and get ready for penguins and panthers as well as penguins and canadians is coming up next when we return right after this from broadcast map and take another look if you're watching on youtube please and i mean please like the video if you really if you liked it leave a comment if you really liked it subscribe to the show if you really liked our videos Leave a comment if you think there's things we need to improve on. All that jazz. If you're listening in audio, we'll be back to you right after this from Broadcast Map and take another look. As our end of the month January program and the return of Weekly in Sports continues right after this. Penguins hockey and Bill's talk still to come. Plus, we'll go back to the PWHL and prepare you for the month of February with the final few games of the January schedule. Including when we will next broadcast PWHL recap on Sports for Beginners right after this. It's all right after this. Don't go nowhere. We'll be back. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more, 
about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Always great to hear from Ali. Great to hear from Take Another Look as well. You can check out Take Another Look wherever you listen to podcasts and on Voices for Ability Radio every Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Only on Voices for Ability Radio, where it's all abilities all the time. All right. Time to take ourselves down the road of Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. Before we do, however, we want to give a quick shout out of the week segment going on here as we go through our middle segment. And before we do that, a big, big welcome to one of the newest countries to join us. We, will, we would like to extend a big welcome to Thailand in Bangkok. So thank you so much, uh, Thailand, for joining us. And a big welcome to those of you listening in Hungary, Australia, Japan, South Africa, Brazil, Solomon Islands, Poland, Algeria, Belgium. Mexico, United Kingdom, Sweden, and of course Germany, and I want to say Belgium too, and Poland, and our big money, our big, not, we do, we haven't done money yet, but our big, if we were doing money at a time like this, I would say our big money makers are the States and Canada battling it out like to extend a big welcome to those Canadian cities joining Ontario, Quebec, British Columbia, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and Manitoba. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. We really appreciate it. As well as we appreciate the states. Everybody in the United States joining us here. In Virginia. Colorado, Tennessee, Texas, California, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Florida, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Minnesota, Rhode Island, Oregon, Maryland, Michigan, Delaware, and Nevada. It was great conversation with uh, Thomas. I'm looking forward to some more great conversations with Thomas as well. You can see the link uh, will be in the description of this episode if you just want to go to that portion of the program. I mean, technically, I mean, we won't necessarily have a link for that. But anyways, we will uh, show you the video format if you're watching us on YouTube. Hello, YouTubers. We hope uh, we are making this worth your time. With that being said, let's get down to our shout outs of the week. It's time now for the shout outs of the week. 
shout outs of the month is what they're going to be called right now. And the first big shout outs I got to give out are going to go to. First, I mean. You can't. You can't just do. I don't think you could do a podcast. Talking pro sports and para sports. Without actually mentioning para sports. So the first shout out is going to go to. The first shout out of the week. Or of the month this week, this month. It's going to go to. It is going to go to. (laughs) Who are we going to give it to? Ah, yes. Let's give it to Brock Richardson and his gang. We uh, spoke to Brock on Sports for Beginners. And I'm just going to play for you, if it will let me. I don't know if it will, but if it will let me, I'll play for you a little bit of what we talked about in our 30th episode of our second season, which was our interview with Brock Richardson. So let let me play that for you, actually. I'll play the audio for a little bit. Actually, you know what? Better idea. I'll link the description. I'll link in the description how you can find the video. And I'll also link in the description where you can find the full episode. Of course, I should want to let you guys know that this was done under permission of Brock Richardson. And when we were chatting with Brock, we were talking about the future of his podcast, The Neutral Zone. So I'm happy to say that The Neutral Zone is back and running smoothly. However, it is running in audio format. It's not running in video format right now. So it is only going to be an audio podcast with episodes coming out as quick as they can. I haven't really listened to any of those yet, but that's because I've been a little bit of a bind. Heck, I still have to catch up on episodes from... And yes, I said from uh, Kelly and Rumia, which I try to make sure that I get through as much as I can. And also I should shout out Rumia Amethan, who is the, or at least one of the people behind 
the AMI audiobook review. Yes. The so yes, Brock Richardson and the Neutral Zone. The gang is back. They're not owned by AMI anymore, though. <clears throat> uh, nope. They are not owned by AMI anymore. They are actually now owned by the Ontario Parasport Organization. They are now owned by the Ontario Parasport Network. And January the 2nd was their new beginning. So if you haven't already, if you're like me and you're trying to get all caught up on things like the Neutro Zone or any podcast you haven't listened to in a while, even if it's mine, it doesn't really matter. But if you're like me, I highly recommend checking out the latest episode first so that you're on top of what you're doing. And then you can go back to episodes like The Top of Our Game, Our Sports Fair, and A New Beginning, and so much more. Road to the Podium was their latest one, and that came out just a few days ago, three days ago to the exact, at the time of this recording on Thursday, January 25th, 2024. And that has earned the first shout-out of the month. Now, there's one more podcast before we get into our final three shout outs of the month that are our shout outs of the week as we call it on the segment and this one's going to go to CBC Sports podcaster and guess what yes guess what broadcaster for the PWHL now, I know a lot of you CBS, uh, CBC listeners to CBC Sports Radio, or in this case, CBC Radio. Some of you might be sports fans because you probably watch Hockey Night in Canada when it's on CBC. Well. Check out Players' Own Voice. That is hosted by the next person that's going to get shouted out here on this week's edition of the show. This month's edition of the show, I should say. And it's host Anastasia Buquez. 
Anastasia Bukis is the host of Player's Own Voice. And Anastasia, if I pronounced your last name wrong, my sincerest apologies. She is a two-time Canadian Olympic speed skater who in this podcast brings her unique backstory to funny, friendly conversations with high-performance athletes. No formulatic jock talk here. These are buddies who understand each other and help us to do the same. I just read the entire about. Oops. That's fine. Anastasia, first of all, congratulations on getting a spot in the broadcasting uh, area, especially for the PWHL. I was actually watching the first broadcast where you were, shall we say, the ringside reporter. So, I just want to say congratulations to you, Anastasia. And I really hope that you are enjoying your time. And I also look forward to many new episodes of CBC's Player's Own Voice podcast. I really look forward to it. And I look forward to the episodes that you've done recently, including your episode back on January the 2nd, where you interviewed Josh Leando, swimming into the record books. And if I've got Josh's last name wrong, my sincerest apologies. But definitely, sports fans, go check out Player's Own Voice on CBC Podcasts, wherever you're able to find your favorite podcast, and wherever available. Be sure to maybe check out Front Burner, too. That's a good one. And with that being said, the final three shout-outs of the week for this month are going to go to my good buddy, Sean Pickard, who, uh, who provided us with the Take Another Look podcast, podcast promo, I should say. For another good friend of mine, Melanie Tadio, and her and her co-host, Garrett Felix. So shout out to Melanie and Garrett. I know Melanie, you are in uh, Africa right now, so I hope you're having a wonderful time. Doing whatever you have to be doing right now. And I can't wait to hear about it when you return. So with that being said, 
lastly, the shout out is going to go to. You know what? She may not be too big of a sports fan, but she helped me all this week with uh, my personal problem, my personal thing here. I gotta give a shout out to my good friend at Maple Leaf Toastmasters. I've gotta give a great big shout out to Demetra Bolton. Demetra helped me through the way of getting me prepared for this week in terms of Toastmasters. And if you would like to check it out, please consider looking up the following link to check out Toastmasters International or Toastmasters in general. Head on over to toastmasters.org slash Hang on a second. Let me make sure that is correct here. Anyways, head on over to Toastmasters. org for more information on how Toastmasters work and things of that nature. Head on over to Toastmasters.org to check out all the good stuff. They've got things like speech crafts, so base camps, learning hubs, and so much more. If you're into unprompted speaking, Toastmasters is for you. All right. So big shout out to Demetra, a shout out to Sean Pickard, and a shout out to. Anastasia Bukis, and of course, Brock Richardson. Huge shout out to Brock. Huge shout out to Brock. Huge shout out. Love everything that you do, Brock. And that's the other... And that's another reason why we're going to give a shout out to your panel of experts, including the lovely. And I don't mean this in any other way. I'm just saying this to give her credit. Clear Buchanan. Clara Buchanan, and everybody at the Neutral Zone, I really enjoy the program. So happy that it's back. We've wasted enough time here. So, on to the Penguins time. 
On to the Penguins thing. So, when we last spoke on Penguins postgame, I mentioned that we're going to talk about where the Penguins are as far as the season goes. Well, here's the thing. Right now, when it comes to the Pittsburgh Penguins, and two games left before the All-Star break, I feel like they're in a position... I feel like the Penguins are in a position where they're going to need big points coming into these two games against Florida and Montreal. Now, now, I should point out, they haven't been too good when it comes to the power play. Like, I mean, the power play, power play has been okay. The power play has been okay, but it hasn't been great. It hasn't been great. The Penguins have scored a few power play goals, including the two they scored in the back-to-back before they got blown up by Toronto. Where they played the Arizona Coyotes, I believe, and then the Montreal Canadiens. who they will face on Saturday. Now, in those two wins, both at home and on the road, the Penguins scored twice on the power play since their only goal came back in November against the Buffalo Sabres. Back on November 11th. Now, all things aside, I don't necessarily like their performance in the month of January. But if they can win both games tomorrow night on Friday night and on Saturday night before the All-Star break, I think we're going to be all right. I think we're gonna be all right. No, I, I, I want to play for you. And this is what I actually will do. I will play this. I will do this. Uh, but we're gonna put this. I won't play this for shared screen. But I wanna. 
I want to play for you the episode of Locked on Penguins where Hunter and Patrick, shout out to you boys, uh, were discussing Jake Gensel. I honestly don't think Jake Gensel's going to leave. Would it shock me if he does? Mm, not really. But I do have a question that I would ask myself if I was Kyle Dubas. And that is, first of all, if I do decide to move Jake Gensel, what am I getting in return? It's obvious he probably will not do that, but Kyle Dubas has been in positions where he's done things when you never expected it. He's he's done it. He's had parts where he's had times where he does one thing and you never Never, ever, ever, ever expect it. Like, you'll expect him to do one trade and he'll go and do the opposite. You'll expect him to do a trade for something to get someone and he'll go and do something you didn't even see coming. Do I expect something unexpected to happen? 100% I do. But that's just the nature of Kyle Dubas. Now, whatever Dubas does is up to him. But honestly, Let's hear a little bit about what let's hear a little bit about what Hunter and and Patrick had to say about this whole thing. So, I'm going to throw it over to them, but we're going to keep my we're going to we aren't going to share the screen here. going to wait here for the we are going to wait for their little opening to end up to end and then we will get to their voice and if you've already seen this odds are you know what they talked about of course locked on podcast network is your team every day. Manager Kyle Dubas. There we go. More clarity from President of Hockey Operations and Top of the Show. <laughs> Yesterday, we got a little bit more clarity from President of Hockey Operations and General Manager Kyle Dubas about everything surrounding Jake Gensel. Now, you and I have kind of been 
on the train of there's no need to trade Jake Gensel. They're in a playoff race. We'll talk about everything surrounding it as well. But Dubas basically confirmed what a lot of us had been thinking over the past couple of weeks as the trade talk surrounding Jake Gensel going into unrestricted free agency has been kicking up. Dubas basically said that it's all speculation. He has not talked to any teams about Jake Gensel. He has not engaged really in any sort of discussions about or surrounding Jake Gensel, including his contract. And he essentially said what he said about this team as a whole about a month and a half ago when he said, I'm going to look at this after the All-Star break, just like I am with the rest of this team and whether or not they're going to be buyers or sellers come the deadline or however they're going to approach the rest of the season. And hearing that from Kyle Dubas, is encouraging to me because Jake Gensel is Jake Gensel. He is one of the best wingers to come through the Penguins organization in the last, what, 20, 30 years in that time frame. He's definitely the best winger that Sidney Crosby has ever had outside of Marion Hosa, who they couldn't hold on to after the 2008 run to the Stanley Cup final. And the East is wide open right now, and the Penguins are in the thick of a playoff race. As we record this on Thursday afternoon, the Penguins are still just one point out of a wild card spot and only a handful of points out of third in the Metropolitan Division. So if your goal, and it appears to be, is to make the playoffs again, unless you get an absolute godfather offer they cannot refuse for Jake Gensel, you don't get rid of Jake Gensel. So. What say you, Hunter? And you're right. They're not going to get that ridiculous offer for Jake Gensel. This is a player who is going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. You've seen that type of deal so many times before, right? Usually it involves A, a first-round pick, B, some sort of prospect, whether it's an A-level prospect or a B-level prospect, and C, sometimes at least, a roster player coming back that's not nearly as good as the player that is going out. Now, I've seen some takes from other fan bases saying, oh, we're going to get this guy for pennies on the dollar if he comes on the market. That's not true. I've also seen some takes from fans in the Penguins fan base that think you're just going to get some godlike return. That's not true either. What you're going to get is a very fine return, but it's not really going to set you up for, I guess, maybe a lot of success next year. And the year after. Sure, having the first round pick is cool, but I don't really care about that right now, considering that this team is still in a win now mode. Cool, you get a maybe a decent prospect back that's two to three years away, but I don't care about that right now. And then as for the player, potential roster player that would come back, the player wouldn't be nearly as good as Jake Gensel. And oh yeah, you don't have Jake Gensel anymore. I'll continue to say this. I really don't think he is going to get dealt unless the team is way out of the playoff race. And with, with the way they've been able to claw their way back into it, they're 10 and three and three in their last 16 games. I think they will be in the or on the playoff bubble, excuse me, by the time the trade deadline comes around in early March, there's four games until the all-star break right now. That's where Dubas has kind of said, he's going to really evaluate this team. If they can go you know, three and one during this stretch, and that's possible considering the teams that they play, you know, Vegas is banged up. Arizona is, all right, but that's a beatable team. You have Florida coming to town, which is going to be, I think, the hardest of those four, then Montreal the next night. If you can win three of those four or go two and one and one, I still think Dubas will be feeling pretty good about this team going into the All-Star break 
heading into February, where again, the schedule is a little spread out a little bit. And I'll say this too, even if the two sides have a conversation over the all-star break where maybe Jake goes, for example, Hey, I'm not really ready to talk about an extension right now. Why don't we punt this until after the season? Even with that, I still think Kyle will lean to keep Gensel because, again, if you're in the race, there's no reason to trade him no matter what. Now, if he does say, hey, I'm not going to sign no matter what, maybe that changes things you know, a, a little bit. But I don't think he's going to say that when these two sides reconvene after the All-Star break, February, whatever they do. I just don't see a world right now where it makes sense. To- and then you have the Sidney Crosby angle, too. Telling Sidney Crosby that, oh, yeah, we're going to trade your best winger when you're in the middle of the playoff race trying to get back into the tournament. I mean, what is he going to think about that? He's going to be upset. And I think every player of the core or any every top player, I should say, on this team is going to be upset. So, again, just for all those reasons, I really can't see it happening right now. We're going to stop it there. but yeah. Um... Like you said there, Hunter, I really can't see this happening. Like, but like I said earlier, if I am Kyle Dubas, now obviously this thing will continue to upload good information until, like, until after the All Star break. Like, it will actually be under submission until after the all-star break but i mean what is crosby gonna think if you just say oh hey uh we reconvene with jake and uh we're considering trading him he he, he's gonna he's gonna be upset he's gonna be upset because i mean I I just don't see right now. And of course that episode was 6 days ago by the way, but uh regardless I just don't see Jake Gensel moving. I really don't. Because I really feel like in the thick of a playoff race, which is why the Penguins would where the Penguins are right now, in the thick of a playoff race, I own, I see a chance for the Penguins. I see a chance for the Pittsburgh Penguins in the thick of a playoff race. I see an opportunity for the Penguins to... Like, even though they have two games left before the All-Star break right now, but there was four games left when the show was recorded uh, for Lockdown Penguins, I see a chance. Yes, I see a chance. The Penguins can get back into the... can, can get back into this playoff race, considering right now that they are 44 games played and 20... and... uh only only when you look at games remaining they only have when you look at games remaining and they've played 44 games right now 
So when you look at games remaining in 82, they only have, with 44 games in the books, they have 38 games remaining. So with 40, with 44 games played and 38 remaining in 82 games, in an, in an 82 games season stretch, that doesn't seem like there's a lot of hockey left for the Penguins to play. But again, they're ahead of the Columbus Blue Jackets. And if they can get ahead of the Washington Capitals, the New York Islanders, the New Jersey Devils, the Philadelphia Flyers, and ex- and possibly the Carolina Hurricanes, they have a good shot at this. But let me look at the league here. Actually, no. Let me look at a conference here. The Penguins... The Penguins might be in a little bit of trouble here when they look at the league standings in the conference because they are 12th in the conference. Does that sound like wild card for you? Not necessarily, but... They aren't out of the wild card yet. I mean, technically, they are out of the wild card race. But if they could somehow beat New York, New Jersey, and Washington and somehow overtake them, those three teams I mentioned, They could be back in the thick of this playoff race and maybe end up in the wild card. Now, when it comes to the league, the Penguins find themselves at 23rd. Well, at least they're not 32nd. At least they're not... At least they're not team number 32 in the league, which is by far the San Jose Sharks, who have lost more than they have won. However, that could be changing. That could be changing. But this is a good, but. I mean, 20, 23rd in the league is not good for the Penguins. But mm-hmm. if they could somehow find a way to win these games Friday and Saturday night before the All-Star break and going to the All-Star break with some momentum, I feel like they'll be okay. Are they necessarily going to be number one in the conference or in the league? Or are they going to be in the wild card, maybe in the, maybe number one in the division? If they play well over the next couple of games in the second half of the year, in the, in the second half of the season, I should say, maybe. But only if they play well 
only if they play well. And uh, let's see. They're home to. Let's see. We'll wrap it up here for the Penguin Talk. Uh, let's see. Their two games before the All Star break are Florida tomorrow, as of the time of this recording. Montreal Saturday. Then they're in the All Star break. And then they come back still at home. And they go head to head with Winnipeg. And they go head to head with Winnipeg before they hit. Minnesota, go back to Winnipeg, come come back home, face the Panthers again, head out to the Windy City, and then play four games at home against the Kings on February 18th, the Islanders on February 20th, the King, uh, the Canadians, excuse me, on February 22nd. And then the Flyers again on February 25th. And then you've got two late night games to, cl- to close out that end. Really, really, I feel like if you could win a couple of those games, especially with the ones starting tomorrow night against Florida, I feel like you're going to be all right. I feel like you're going to be all right. But let me know what you guys think about the possibility of Jake Gensel getting traded. I honestly don't think that is that is going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. But would I be surprised if it does? Not particularly. All right. Coming up in our final segment, we will go back to the PWHL, talk about the final games of January and get you set up for our next broadcast of Penguin post game, our next PWHL recap broadcast. And of course, we're going to open up this middle, this final segment, excuse me, of the program with a little Bills talk. We'll talk Bills. And in particular, I'm going to give out only three, maybe four awards. For the Bills this season. And a quick reminder, as you already heard in our conversation with Thomas earlier on, uh, we didn't really get any update on Dolphins post game, but that's okay. 
We did, however, get an update on football content that will continue into Championship Sunday, which is this Sunday. So we'll talk all about that. Talk a, talk more about the Bills. We'll wrap up with PWHL final games in January and a couple of the games in February. And then we'll talk about when the next weekly in sports will be and if we will have a guest. I'm hoping that we can get one. That will be Thursday, February 29th, 2024. So make sure that you guys check that out. This end of the month program for January will be coming out on YouTube all across February. So if it is February right, so if it is February right now, you will be hearing this program on YouTube in video format as much as possible as we get ready for our end of the month February show. And we will pretty much work towards that when we return after our final break of the program. Talk bills. Talk NFL Championship Sunday. More PWHL talk. And when is the next episode of PWHL Recap and the next edition of Penguins Postgame and who is the host? It's all coming up when we return. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Again, if you're on YouTube, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, send us a review, give us a rating, uh, definitely comment down below your thoughts on Jay Gensel, if he's going to get traded, if he's not going to get traded, anything, anything like that will really help. And of course, we're doing these under fair use because if because audio we're using it will be under fair use and all credit and audio goes that I do not own goes to the rightful owners, including those of the Locked On Podcast Network who host or rather own the podcast Locked On Penguins, as well as other Locked On Podcast Network podcast shows including Locked on Bills. Weekly in sports, end of the month. January program. We'll be right back, right after this, to wrap up. And again, even though it's now 25 days after the new year, because this is our welcome back episode for Weekly in Sports, we want to wish you all a happy new year.
and cheers to a great year in 2024. We will be right back. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page, search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguin, uh, no, sorry, Weekly in Sports. My name is Scott McGregor. It's time to flip the topic. And as we wrap up here, our topic flip is going to flip from hockey to football. We flipped from hockey to baseball to back to hockey to back to football. I should say to football. And so, without further ado, uh, I do, I do, so these are posts, so we got like post-game stuff here as well. Uh, I do want to show you guys some of the media availability that we got. In particular, let's go to Sean McDermott's end of the end of the month press conference and hear a little bit from Sean. And all credit under fair use. going to the Buffalo Bills. As you all may remember from the last time we talked Bills, the Buffalo Bills fell once again to the Kansas City Chiefs. In a 27 to 24 game, and here is Sean McDermott with a little bit after the 2024, the 2023 NFL season came to a close. Enjoy a little bit of Sean McDermott's press conference. Uh, good morning. I'll get started here. Uh, I'll start off by. First of all, I want to thank everyone in the room for uh, for the job that you guys do uh, for covering our team. The the great stories about our players, our team, our organization that that get out uh, in the community in particular in terms of what they do, our players and how they serve our community, I think is important. 
and much appreciated on my end. Um, good season overall, obviously not the result, uh, the ultimate goal that we were looking to accomplish. Um, when you can have the success that we've had um, through um, six out of seven years in the playoffs, I think is is significant and hard to do, as well as four AFC East titles and and now uh, five plus years of ten plus wins is uh, impressive and um, did not come easy. So I applaud the organization, all involved, the team, the players, the coaching staff, uh, and uh, we look forward to continuing to reach and strive um, for that ultimate goal of winning a world championship. Uh, with that, I'll turn it over to you and your question. Uh, say that the final game of the year tells you what you need to, to know about your football team. So what do you take away from the other day? Well, I thought there were opportunities the other day. Um, uh, there really were. And, and it's crazy to, to say this, but when you look at it, uh, we had opportunities to win the game, probably even more so than they did, even though they end up winning it. Uh, opportunities down the stretch that one more throw, one more kick, one more stop defensively. Um, that said, um, you know there were certain certainly things in the game that uh, did not go did not go our way and did not go well enough for us to win the game. So um, I don't think you start by tearing. You, know, you don't. This is not a situation where you strip it down to the studs, you start all over and we've done a lot of good things and, and the players have done a lot of good things. Um, I think you really start with understanding the success that we've had and how we've gotten it. And then you make tweaks along the way um, to try and get ourselves uh, to become world champions. And that's why we came here. We came here to win and, and win is what we've done, quite honestly. Um, we have not reached that ultimate goal, however, in terms of why we came, and we will work tirelessly to do that. John, you just said you don't you don't tear it down and repaint it, but you got some drywall to replace here, right? I mean, you've got a lot of guys that are free agents. Um, is this would you consider this a sizable off-season shore, especially with your salary cap situation? You know where we're at with it. I feel like you know we've been kind of in that position last year, this season, a little bit again, um, and then going into next season with the amount of free agents that we do have on our roster. Um, so every year you've got to start over. Every year you have to evaluate uh, your roster. We're in the process of just starting that this morning. <clears throat> um, every year is a challenge, right, to figure out how to put it back together again to get to get yourself in position to win. Um, that's why there's no guarantees when you start a season that it's going to be, well, you just pick up where you left off. It's not how this league works. So I think the biggest thing we can do is start over again from a standpoint of the process starts over again. And we're honest and true and genuine with our evaluations of, of uh, personnel. Uh, and then you move forward and trying to put it, put it together again. And Brandon's done um, along with the personnel staff and, and, our, and our coaching staff, a great job of, um, of finding ways to build it and put it together uh, each year. I mean, to, to sustain it for now five straight years, six straight years, whatever it's been, six out of seven. I think that's, I think, you know, one of the hardest things to do in sports. And I think that when you can do that is when you give yourself a chance to win a championship. Um, 
and that's that's what we've done, and that's what we're, what we're going to continue to try and. All right, all right. So we're going to leave it there. You can hear the remainder of John's press conference and everything else by visiting the YouTube channel of the Buffalo Bills. We'll link it in the description of the episode on both audio and the YouTube channel. So that you can uh, check it all out. And uh, you know what? I mean, Sean makes very, very good points. Makes a lot of good points. But uh, this season just ended the way that we didn't want it to end. And they just spelled the NFL.com wrong. Oops. With all due respect, there's a lot uh, that's going on on the NFL.com. I mean, obviously, we're getting ready for championship Sunday. And you heard Thomas say that he's going to do a championship Sunday pregame and then a post game. The post game will follow after both games are in the books, and those games feature the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens at 3 p.m. on Sunday. The Baltimore Ravens, not the Baltimore Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens. Taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. And meanwhile, it's the San Francisco 49ers who will be taking on, yes, they will be taking on They will be taking on the Detroit Lions, if I'm not mistaken. And that is going down at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. When we will try to answer the question, is it going to be Ravens versus Lions? Or Ravens versus Niners? Or will it be Chiefs versus Niners? Or Lions versus Chiefs? We just don't know. We just don't know. We're down to the final We're down to the final four and soon we'll be down to the final two who will battle it out 
for Super Bowl 58. If the Chiefs end up getting to that point, they'll be looking to repeat. If the Ravens get there, they will have prevented the Chiefs from being one game closer to repeating. I should say one win closer to hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. And becoming the winners of Super Bowl 58. And honestly, I would not mind that. I really wouldn't. However, should that not happen? I'll be all right with it. Honestly. Because a certain somebody is performing at the halftime show. And if you know who I'm talking about, odds are you might know the song I'm going to play. Next time on Weekly in Sports. But we'll get to that in just a moment. So anyways, I feel like the Bills season was a good year. I really do. But we just had injuries appear in an area, in a time, not in an area, in a time when we didn't want them to. And they just happened. We lost Micah Hyde. Got him back. We lost Trey White. Unfortunately, didn't get him back. We lost Tyler Taylor Rapp. Wouldn't get him back. We lost so many people I could think of. And some of them came back, and were able to play. And we talk about A.J. Klein. This dude, prior to the game against the Steelers, he had planned for the All-Star, not the All-Star, for the off-season, and then he completely canceled them when Brandon Bean gave him the call and said, hey, we might need you. 
Would you be interested in coming back? And as you heard, uh, as you heard, if you listen to that program where we did hear from AJ Klein, as you heard, AJ Klein said that the plans he had for the off season were put to a stop because he made the trip to Buffalo late Wednesday evening. And then he did whatever he had to do to get ready to play the Steelers, a game the Bills won. But also would have seen the offseason if they didn't win. And don't forget, this game got moved to Monday because of a storm. Not because the Bills wanted it to be moved to Monday. This was a state of an emergency thing and nothing to do with the Buffalo Bills. The Bills didn't want to move this game to Monday, but the state had to move it to Monday because the stadium wouldn't be ready by the time they're ready to hit the field. At the precise time, they're supposed to be ready to hit the field. Which, if I remember correctly, was 1 p.m. Sunday afternoon on Super Wild Card Weekend. And they moved that to 4.30 p.m. Monday afternoon. Four thirty p.m. Eastern Time in the afternoon on Monday. Because they were ready by Monday to play. So that that that's literally the story there. No, I mean I could go on and on and about, you know. Why I don't think Bills Mafia should be punished. Why I don't think the Bills should be punished because they moved the game to Monday. And yada, yada, yada. Because I, I like the Bills. I like the Bills. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Bills. And uh, honestly, I agree with whoever will say Bill's Mafia was 
was throwing snowballs onto the field. They were throwing snowballs onto the field and hitting players. Sometimes they hit the ref. Okay, maybe they didn't hit the ref, but anyways. Like the referees, but anyways. I, I, I gotta say. If you think the reason the Steelers lost this game and the reason the Bills won is because the Bills wanted this game to be moved to Monday, you are sorely mistaken. And and I'm and I I don't usually like to do that, but just to prove my point. If you think for one second, if you think just for a second if you think that the Buffalo Bills were gifted this win because of the move to Monday and because of Bill's Mafia. Well, well, I agree with you on the Bill's Mafia. I don't agree, however, And I mean this, I don't agree that it's Bill that it's the Bills' fault because the Bills and I, I and I will not I will not quote this, but I don't agree that the Bills wanted this game move to Monday because that was out of their control. That was strictly a state of an emergency. So I don't agree that the Bills wanted to move this game to Monday against the Steelers when they could have played it on Sunday. Was I happy when the game got moved? Well, I wasn't a happy camper. I can tell you that much. But, given the circumstances, I understand why they did so. Given the circumstances. So, I mean, anyways, the awards I want to give out are, well, I've given out the game balls of the season. I've given out the game ball of the year. I want to give out, you know what, I'll give out at least one award for this show. 
So the one award I want to give out right now is the most valuable player award or in short form MVP of this season MVP of this season and my my recipient for the Buffalo Bills for 2023 This is going to sound odd, but my recipient for your most valuable player of this, uh, for your most valuable player, valuable player of the season it's going to be James Cook. I really, I really enjoyed James Cook. Not as much as I enjoyed Dalton Kincaid. But Don Kincaid had a good year, which is why he is my MSP of the year for the Bills. Or actually, no, maybe not my MSP. Don Kincaid is kind of worthy of a different award. But anyways, my award for MVP goes to James Cook. Now, I admit James Cook didn't have that many runs than Josh Allen. Now, I admit that James Cook didn't have that many runs than Josh Allen. Did, But he still stood out to me. Whether the Bills keep him? That's out to the Bills and to the player in James Cook. Would I be shocked if they didn't keep him? Not exactly. No, I wouldn't. But let me be clear. I honestly don't feel I don't feel like James Cook will be traded. Will he leave Buffalo if he is a free agent? Probably. I don't know. And neither do you. Anyways, that wraps up our Bills portion of the final segment. So to end the show on a high, let's get you guys ready for the next time we will talk weekly in sports. And as we do that, I want to showcase you guys our next PWHL recap. And that, at the time of this recording, on Thursday, January 25th, 2024, 
will be on Friday, January 26, 2024, when New York heads to where it all began, the Matame Athletic Center, or the old Maple Leaf Gardens, to take on Toronto for the second time in the old Maple Leaf Gardens at the Matame Athletic Center in Toronto, Ontario. Game time is 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. And with that, we have a double header of Eastern Time games for the PWHL on Saturday, beginning at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Ottawa and Montreal will do battle at the Place Bell Arena. At the Tosonga Center in Boston, Lowell, Massachusetts. It is Boston taking on Minnesota at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Then at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, Minnesota, who will be on the back-to-back, takes on New York at Total Mortgage Arena. At 1 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, January 28th. Leading into February, when when the action will begin. Following the NHL All-Star break. Minnesota and Toronto will do battle at 12 p.m. noon. On Saturday, February 3rd, at the Madame Athletic Center in Toronto, Ontario. And then we've got a double header to kick us off on Sunday, February 4th. New York takes on Ottawa at TD Place. Boston hosts Montreal, and the game at TD Place will be played at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. No, sorry, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time is the Montreal and Boston game from Tosonga Center. And we'll wrap up with our next PWHL recap after the New York and Toronto one, which is what you can see behind me right now. That will be part of the February 14th doubleheader. As we will recap Toronto at Boston from the Tosonga Center at 7 p.m. Eastern Time.
6 p.m. 4 p.m. Central Time, I should say. And at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If I have that correct. The second of the doubleheader will take place between Ottawa and Minnesota from Excel Energy Center. All right. So our next PWHL broadcast, which is coming up This week on Friday, January 26th, 2024, that's tomorrow, with the puck to drop at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll do another one of these in our end of the month February show. Following the end of February, Action, and that will kick us off next week. Perhaps we'll have a guest for PWHL monthly recap that will be part of our next weekly in sports show. <clears throat> On February 29th, on Thursday, February 29th, 2024, at the time of our recording. And of course, whenever you're able to find it on YouTube. But our next PWHL recap will come, will be coming your way. The show itself will be coming your way in recording on Friday, January 26th, 2024. <clears throat> and the puck is scheduled to drop at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday. So how about that for a Friday night in Toronto? Well, how about this for a Friday night in the Berg? It's Pittsburgh night in the Berg. When the Florida Panthers go head-to-head -head
with the Penguins. Oh man, this one's gonna be a good one. Thomas McGregor will be in the studio for you to bring you Peng <clears throat> Penguins and Panthers. <clears throat> he will bring you Penguins and Panthers on Penguins postgame tomorrow. And of course, it will be pro those shows will probably come out to you ahead of Montreal versus Pittsburgh. I'll be back with you guys for that post-game show. But you can catch me if you're looking for PWHL content. You can catch me on PWHL Recap. Immediately following... New York and Toronto. And immediately following the final whistle. Of that game. Or maybe rather the final horn. You can catch me. Sunday with. The recap on Penguins post game for Malkin Bobblehead Night presented by the Pavement Group in PPG Paints Arena as we do the final and I say final recap of the first half of the season. Before the Penguins hit the All-Star break. And that is against the Montreal Canadiens. I'll be with you for that post-game show. Thomas will be in the studio for Penguins and Panthers. I'll be here for Penguins and Canadiens. All also following... DWHL Toronto and New York, as you can see behind me. And as you can see on, and as you can see atop of the head here, my Penguins cap. I am a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. This just in when the Penguins celebrate Valentine's Day. Before they hit the road to take on the Blackhawks the next night, it will be a showdown with the Panthers. And this just in, Thomas will be joining you in the studio for the Pens and the Panthers. 
Valentine's Day special. I wish I could be there, but stay tuned in case the host changes. In case the hosting changes, we will, and we will let you know. We've got so much good stuff coming. Well, everybody, that's going to do it here today on the podcast and for this month. But coming up next time on Weekly in Sports, we will do PWHL Monthly Recap. We'll break down the final two get the final few games of the January month. Break down all the games from February. In the PWHL. Get into some news from the PWHL. We will talk spring training preview. I'm hoping I can maybe have Allie on the show here. For a little chat about that. And perhaps on the topic of talking penguins, I am a hoping maybe even before we get to weekly in sports to have a little conversation. Or after that, to have a little conversation with Erica Lindsay Ayala, host of Locked On Kraken on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Erica is also the host of the bi-weekly Locked On NFL, NHL, excuse me, not NFL. Locked on NHL segment on Locked on NHL podcast. Women's Hockey Spotlight. It's a really great segment. So I'm looking forward to another chat with Erica probably before weekly in sports maybe after it I am looking forward to another great chat as we get ready for penguins and kraken round two of two that'll be coming up after a late night game against the Vancouver Canucks and actually, maybe we might be able to squeeze in. We might be able to squeeze in 
a little talk about that after. Actually, maybe we might squeeze in a chat with Erica when we get a chance. But the Penguins have a couple of late games coming up in February, including at the Kraken. So if we don't get to uh if we don't get to a show before the Kraken or after the Kraken, play the Penguins. For the final time this season, we will get to you. We will get you one to talk Kraken and PWHL. Around the corner. All that being said, that wraps up the end of the month. January program here on February 25th, 2024. If you enjoyed our videos and the videos of this particular show, our end of the month January show for Weekly in Sports episode 9, please give us a rating and a review on audio. It should only take you more than two minutes, maybe uh, less than two minutes, maybe less than five minutes. Five star rating would be really nice. <clears throat> Send us a voice message at the voice message link in the description of every Sports for Beginners podcast episode, no matter if it's Sports for Beginners, Weekly in Sports, or anything of that nature. We really would love to hear from you. Yes, we really would love to hear from you. And on that note, you can send us an email at sports for beginners podcast eighty two thirty one at gmail dot com. And if you're an on the ice and behind the benches listener and you have questions but you want to get through via email, use subject ask behind benches. Once again, if you listen to on the ice and behind the benches and have a question regarding it, please use ask behind benches as your subject and we will let the host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches know what your question is. Follow me on Instagram at smc underscore 87 underscore. Follow me on Twitter or X. I still call it Twitter, but people prefer to call it X. Anyways, follow me on Twitter at my name, Scott McGregor. 
with the number three in pack of that as well. On threads, same thing as my Instagram handle, smc underscore 87 underscore. Follow me on Facebook by following the Facebook page, Sports for Beginners Podcast, by searching Sports for Beginners Podcast. It is New Year. It is a new year. And even though the new year just got started, I'm making a New Year's resolution to try to be as active on the Facebook page as I norm as I possibly can. <clears throat> With updates on new show episodes and so much more. Check out our website sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com slash sportsforbeginners or in this case slash sports-for-beginners slash or just go directly to our website at sportsforbeginnerspodcast sportsforbeginners0 excuse me dot wordpress.com so again, if you're not looking for the podcast schedule, which will be on the podcast page, for all things sports for beginners, including a little bit of weekly in sports when episodes are available, or going to be on the schedule, go to sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com slash sports four dash beginners slash also head to sports for beginners zero dot wordpress dot com for all podcast announcements or head on over to our Facebook page by searching if you're on Facebook at the time Sports for Beginners podcast. Even just typing sports for beginners into your browser should put you in the in the right direction. And of course, if you would like to know when the next weekly in sports podcast is, Head on over to our weekly in sports podcast page by going to sports for beginners zero dot wordpress dot com slash weekly dash in dash sports backslash. Once again, if you would like to know when the next weekly in sports program is. Hit us up at sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com slash weekly dash in dash sports backslash. And with that being the show for this month, 
we remind you that the next pro that the next program, which will be our tenth episode of Weekly in Sports, but our second show of 2024. That will be on Thursday, February 29th. So again, that will be on February 29th, 2024. And please make sure, please, please, please make sure to visit the website for all the details. Got a song suggestion for CNT Radio? But don't want to get through CNT Radio's email address? Simply use song suggestion for CNT Radio as the subject, and we will forward that email on the podcast email at Sports for Beginners Podcast 8231 at gmail.com. To the official Sienna T Radio email address. If you'd like to know what that address is, please type in Sienna T. Radio at gmail.com. Once again, type in CNT Radio at gmail.com. With that being said, My name is Scott McGregor. The PWHL is here. It's here to stay. Taking a little bit of a break before things get back underway on February 3rd. During the All-Star break for the NHL. And... Will we possibly have an all-star show for you? Maybe not. Maybe not. But that is the show for this month. My name is Scott McGregor. Love one another. And treat others the way you want to be treated. This 
has been a presentation of Weekly in Sports, the podcast. And our next show will be Thursday, January, uh, February 29th, 2024. And we look forward to seeing you there. Follow me on my socials that I mentioned. If you're someone that I know on Instagram and have followed me, we will definitely be doing a lot of bills, off season stuff. I know I haven't done it, Reese. I know I haven't done it yet, but I will try to do it. Maybe I'll do one or two things off season wise. Maybe it won't be awards like I did for the Blue Jays, but it'll will it will definitely be something. Uh you can follow me also on Threads. I'm also on Twitter. And you can follow me on Facebook. Going through the Facebook page. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. And until we meet next month on Thursday, February 29th, 2024. This is Scott McGregor reminding you that it is not goodbye. It is always until next time. Outro music and outro messages next, but if you're on YouTube, you don't really get that, which is fine. But you realize now that you have reached the end of the program. And honestly, if you like the video, please smash that like button. Carefully, we don't want you to destroy your computer or whatever you're using. So smash the like button, but carefully. Leave us a comment down below. With your predictions for Championship Sunday. Leave us. Your thoughts on the Pittsburgh Penguins, your thoughts on the PWHL. It all works out, even if you have feedback on. the show in general, what we need to improve on, etc. That being said, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review if you guys have time. It shouldn't take you more than two minutes to do a rate, a review, I should say. A rating, a nice five-star rating would be nice. We'll be back with you for more Weekly in Sports, February 29th, 2024, on Thursday. So until that time, for Weekly in Sports at least, we'll see you around. But remember, it is always not goodbye. It is always until next time.
Talk to you in February. Thank you for joining us today for your weekly dose of sports content. If you have any questions or thoughts on this show that you'd like to let our host know about, simply send us a voice message on Anchor and let us know what you think we can improve on to help us out on the show. And remember that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. See you Wednesday. Make me wanna yeah.